A draft security cooperation agreement between China and Solomon Islands has been leaked on social media. The unverified document includes seven articles, which discuss the scope of cooperation between both nations. Massey University Centre for Defence and Security senior lecturer Dr Anna Powles has seen the agreement on social media. She spoke to Moira Tuilaipa Taylor about what was in the document. Uh, talk about the scope of cooperation. Uh, it states that at the request of the Solomon Islands government that China can send a police, armed police, military personnel and other law enforcement and armed forces uh, to the Solomon Islands. Now, that raises a number of questions, uh, obviously, uh, with what is the distinction between police and armed police and, and who are the other law enforcement and armed forces uh, that are referred to uh, in the agreement. It also talks about uh, what kind of tasks that they would be involved in, uh, that a Chinese contingent would be in, involved in, uh, such as maintaining social order. It's not clear what that means. Uh, it also talks about providing assistance on other tasks, and it's also unclear what those other tasks uh, would be. The agreement refers to protecting lives and property, humanitarian assistance and disaster response. So it is unclear what those other tasks refer to. Uh, it also talks about uh, the, the agreement states that China may, according to its own needs and with the consent of the Solomon Islands government, make ship visits to the Solomons and carry out logistical replenishment in and have stopover and transition in the Solomons. And that also needs to be clarified. Uh, it's unclear uh, what China's own needs refers to, are those strategic interests, for instance, uh, which raises, again, uh, a number of concerns with respect to what if those interests cut across uh, the interests of, the, of Solomon Islands or of its key partners, such as Australia or Papua New Guinea. Uh, and it also raises questions around and suggests that logistical support will be provided for ship visits in, this, in Solomon Islands uh, and suggests that perhaps that China is um, could seek to establish a logistical supply base uh, in Solomon Islands to support uh, those, those ship visits. Does it say what types of ships? It doesn't specify what what type of ships uh, it's referring to, but uh, I think we can probably safely assume that they're referring to PLAN, to um, People's Liberation Army naval ships, which uh, you know, we in the Pacific we have seen uh, PLAN, uh, Chinese naval. Uh, ship visits to the region. China has a strong interest in maritime issues in the in in the, in the Pacific maritime domain, uh, and so that that probably isn't surprising. And there has been long-standing concern, uh, very and very public long-standing concern uh, about the the potential for China increasing its engagement in the Pacific maritime domain, uh, and the potential implications that may have for a potential base to support those ship visits. Is that a red flag, actually, if there is possibly um, the idea of setting a base up in Solomon Islands? If this agreement is genuine, then I, th I think that we can certainly be concerned about that. Obviously, Solomon Islands is a sovereign country and can make those, um, and makes its own foreign policy decisions. But there is one element of the agreement that does raise 
uh, alarm bells, which is with respect to uh, information on security cooperation being between the Solomons and China, uh, only being released upon mutual agreement by both parties. And that suggests that there uh, would be uh, the, an intent to control public information, to control media briefings, to control what uh, access media has. Uh, to information about uh, security arrangements between the two countries. And so I think, you know, we, we can be uh, legitimately concerned uh, about the lack of transparency, about a degree of secrecy uh, around this agreement. China recently obviously had sent police to Solomon Islands to help with local enforcement following the riots. Uh, do you feel that this, if this is authentic, um, part of it was related to, to, to the police officers uh, heading to Solomon Islands? Absolutely. I think this is a, um, uh, again, we, we keep we keep adding in this, the caveat of if it is authentic, then it is a natural extension of that deployment. Uh, it the the agreement states uh, a five year time frame uh, to assist across you know, a range of different issues and as as I said before we we need to better understand uh, what those tasks are what the legal jurisdiction um, issues are around this and and so it is a it is uh, a natural extension of that initial deployment that took place following the riots in late November. And do you know if the Solomon Islands has a similar agreement with any other nation like this? Well, it's interesting to contrast this with the uh, Australian Solomon Islands Treaty, under which Australia deployed to um, the Solomons in November last year, uh, and both New Zealand and Fiji were embedded with, uh, with the Australian uh, deployment. Uh, and it's very useful to actually contrast that treaty with this agreement. Um, you can see where the gaps and the ambiguities lie. Because it has been linked on social media, what are people saying about it? It's a great question, and there's been a huge amount of concern, obviously. It's feeding into a lot of the narratives that we saw, uh, which fueled aspects of the riots in November, the China-Taiwan uh, strategic um, narratives around strategic competition, uh, the concerns around uh, the Solomon Islands switch in, in 2019 from, from Taiwan to China. So it's fueling all of that. It's also fueling perceptions of corruption, concerns about corruption. It's fueling concerns about the capturing of Solomon Islands political elite uh, by, by foreign powers. And the sooner that clarity and transparency around the issue um, eventuates the better because it is you know obviously feeding feeding paranoia it's feeding rumors Maura Tuilepa Taylor speaking to Dr Anna Powell's